This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast. My name is Kayla, and today I am interviewing a new friend of mine, Gabby, and we met on Facebook probably about a month ago, and we totally hit it off because we have podcasts that are super similar. We're totally into manifestation and all the good things. So I wanted to invite her on to share about herself. We're just going to chat how I do in normal interviews, and it's going to be an amazing conversation. So Gabby, I would love if you can introduce yourself, share where you're from, tell us a couple fun things that you're excited about, and we're just going to take the conversation from there. Beautiful. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. Um, so my name is Gabriella Wilder, and I kind of do everything. It's so weird to like talk about myself and in, in like a strict bio because I don't feel like I can be condensed into like a small amount of words because I literally do so many things. We're constantly changing and evolving. And we were having this conversation before we hopped on and press record, but I'm always constantly changing and evolving. So right now I'm identifying with manifestation and soul mentor. Uh, I feel like that kind of sums up all of the work that I do. I, I'm super creative. So if anything comes up in the creative side, then I'm definitely running towards that too. So just super creative, super spiritual. And I'm obsessed with like finding people's soul's purpose and having them like run towards it full speed without hesitation. And then bringing in that side of manifestation because it's, it's a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. And I'm really excited about all the things that we're going to talk about in our recording today. So first I would actually like to kind of go back to the roots. What got you into being a soul mentor or just diving into manifestation and all these spiritual things? Like how did all of this start for you? Oh my gosh, I feel like this is like the longest story, but I'm going to condense it. My first like experience with uh, spirituality and like spiritual tools was when I was a child, I got my first crystal when I was six. And I feel like it's been a complete journey since then. So I got my first crystal was a rose quartz and I definitely needed it at that time more than I even knew that I did. Um, And um, so I remember like once a week, I would like go into that store and I would like see the crystals that I wanted and I would like save all my pennies. And once a month I would go with my mom and we'd pick out like a whole bunch of crystals. And I had this like massive crystal collection while I was growing up and crystals are still a massive part of my life today. So I feel like that's kind of where it initially started. And then when I was in, yeah, grade five, I started telling people I was a witch and I was like doing spells at recess. And I feel like it was literally just always a part of me. And then obviously like high school happened and pressures and peers and people just not really understanding. And I kind of lost a really big part of myself in that. And I was kind of having like that crisis of like, who am I? What am I supposed to do? What is my purpose? There were so many things that I wanted to put my hands into. And I just kind of didn't know what my next steps were. And I didn't even think to look spirituality for that. And then my best friend got me a tarot deck when I was 17. And uh, I still have it. It's like one of my favorites. And so that kind of kind of got me back into this space and then I started creating crystal jewelry with like gemstones and beads so that kind of brought back the love of crystals and from that I think it just naturally evolved because when you're into one thing and you're working with one thing one thing becomes another and then it becomes another and then you're like oh wait I want to try that too and I want to try that too and I want to try that too and so I feel like it was just an organic way of it coming into my life again I feel like this is definitely something that I've experienced in past lives and it's just something I'm remembering in this one but I've always felt just super, super connected to spirituality. As for bringing in manifestation, our entire lives are manifestation. So I feel like we're all manifesting from birth. It's just when we become consciously aware of it. And so for me, again, I feel like this is like everyone talks about it, but um, I first read The Secret when I was in high school. And then from that, She has another book called The Magic. And I feel like that book is not talked about enough, but I actually loved that way more than The Secret because it was a 28-day journey of do 
a small thing every single day for 28 days and see the magic unfold for it for yourself. Whereas like the secret just talks about it, but it doesn't tell you what to do. So the magic was just sort of my first initial step into this world. And so yeah, the 28 days were very magical. And I still have the book. I still refer to it sometimes if I need a little inspo. I've definitely recommended it to so many people. But yeah, I don't know if that answered your question, but it's kind of just like how I got started. No, it was per- everything you said was so perfect. And it's I was laughing like you're probably looking at my face and I was like I nodding it. like the whole time, <laughs> like not interrupting, but just nodding and listening. And what I thought was so interesting was like, yeah, I had the same story. I read The Secret in 2012, put it down for like seven years and then got back into manifestation. The, the magic, I also have this. So this is a book of gratitude so that the mm-hmm. listeners know. And the reason why we recommend it so much is because it is like, a 28 day practice where there's something specific every day that you can do for gratitude. And when you have gratitude, naturally that puts you in a higher vibration. And then from there, like you will attract and manifest opportunities related to what you actually want to create in your life. So that's why it's so powerful. So I think, oh, yeah. yes, that book is amazing. I read it last year and I, I, I did the things and it was just, it just gratitude is so powerful. It's completely underestimated. Mm-hmm. So I love that you brought that up. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I feel like it's like, I, I personally loved it way better than The Secret. And I just feel like it's not talked about enough. So yeah, yeah if you guys haven't done the magic, go do it. It's oh, yeah. Yeah. There's another book too. It's on my shelf by the same author. It's called The Power. Mm-hmm. And that book, I think if I'm not mistaken, I didn't finish reading it and I started reading it years ago. It's about love. So okay. that is a really, that's another really powerful one. Anyways, I will definitely put these books in the show notes because we have recommendations and you should definitely tap into them. So that'll be your like little manifestation library with those three books. Love it. Yeah. So can you share a little bit more about what got you into coaching and mentoring? Cause you can hear yeah. how like the spirituality aspect came in and then now, you know, you're being a leader in that realm. So how did that come about? Okay, so I was always the person that every single person came to ask for advice my entire life because as a Sagittarius, as an extrovert, I don't know if it's just something about me. I tell people how it is and I don't sugarcoat stuff. And sometimes it's not what people like to hear, but it's what they need to hear. And I've heard that my whole life. And so again, I kind of just fell into it. That sounds really bad, but I didn't even know coaching was a thing. I feel like I was coaching before coaching was a thing. And then a friend of mine was talking to me about NLP and how powerful it was. And I owned a bakery. So like it, I was not anywhere in this space. So I would like, I was all, I was an entrepreneur, but I definitely wasn't in that, this space. And so this was kind of like what I did when I got home, but my actual job was just like being in a storefront and being in a bakery and I owned it. So I loved it, but yeah, definitely wasn't this. And so my friend told me about NLP and I was like, Oh, okay. So I started doing a little bit more research and I was always listening to like Abraham Hicks and I was following Manifestation Babe. And so this was actually pretty recent. And so I understood how like the mind has so much power over the way that we live our lives. And so um, I kind of went into this like deep rabbit hole, like I do when I find something that really interests me. I kind of want to know every single thing about it so I can make my own decision on it. And so she told me about NLP and I kind of went down this rabbit hole and I was like, okay, I want to learn this. And that was sort of the first stepping stone into the coaching side. It's definitely evolved a lot in my life since getting certified in NLP because now I kind of bring more of the energy side into it. There's like energy healing and Reiki and breath work and past life hypnosis and mirror work. And so, yeah, I kind of took a lot of the practices I learned in NLP and then made them spiritual with all of the other practices that I do. And so the thing I love about this industry is that it's not one size fits all. And sort of the fact that I do a hundred things doesn't hinder me and I can actually use that and make every single session completely different and do basically what the client needs in that moment because there's so many things that I can grab from in order to create that change oh yeah you literally just like spoke to my soul I I know that you know that I also have NLP EFT all of that and like certified as a law of attraction coach and just getting into human design like all the things I think it's a you know, it's funny now that I think about it, we'll talk 
we'll talk a little bit about human design, but I think that we are both generators and generators like we need to do shit that lights us up. And when we do, mm-hmm. we go deep and we like master our craft. And so I love that you just shared. I know that we talked about this on, you know, our podcast episode on your channel, how I'm somebody that also has all these little different modalities. And yeah. I think it's so inclusive because then you can bring it together. You know what I mean? Like I love, and I totally get like having this understanding of the human mind, human behavior, language how this literally creates our reality shifting that but then also the energy side like you know the chakras and just you know being able to tune into the intuition of your body and just you know feeling good with the life that you want to create and having that that energetic and spiritual side right so it's just like that in in a bubble all together just fucking lights me up like i love it i love love it. it i know it's so fun right oh my gosh so tell me a little bit more about some of the, the different things, like what are some of the different offers and, and services that you have that you, that you love creating and sharing with your, your clients and your audience? Yeah. So right now I'm kind of in a transition period of figuring out and pivoting what's coming next, because we actually talked about this again off the recording from when we first met, but I'm stepping into 5D Ascension, which very different than all of the things that I'm currently doing. So as of right now, everything's kind of on pause and then I'll have new stuff coming out later in the year. So probably around like June and it's going to be mentoring people to get into 5D and really just ascend and understand their soul's purpose and their mission in life and to create downloads, which create infinite abundance and love and healing. And it's literally like being on heaven and earth. It's like crazy, crazy cool. And so right now, yeah, like I said, everything's kind of taking a pause, but normally I do breathwork sessions. And so I still do one-on-one breathwork sessions. The group sessions have taken a little bit of a pause, but I do one-on-one breathwork sessions and then past life hypnosis. We have workshops as well every month. And so those will probably kick back up again in a couple months. So So I wanted to ask that also because I wanted you to share about the singing and writing that you do. Oh yeah, I do. And that then too. like, and like the crystals and like right. your shop, your online shop. Mm. So like, please share about that too. Because when I found of you, I was like, she literally does all the things. She has all the things. She has merch. Like, what is this? Love it. I love it. So yeah, like my, our, like my crew's called the Wilder Ones and we have like our own little definition. So I have that on some shirts and I have an online store called Wilder and Free. And it's like a spiritual-based clothing and accessories uh, line. I'm bringing uh, jewelry in later this year, so I'm really excited about that. But right now, we have like a lot of clothing and makeup bags and pendulum mats. Yeah, it's really, really fun. And I feel like it's like super basic. Everything's black and white. It literally goes with anything you own already. That's why I wanted to do it. I was like, black and white are super classic. So every style comes in black and white and comes in a t-shirt, a tank top, or a sweater. And they're really fun. There's like moon phases and says like, I'm going through phases. There's a new one coming out that says like, stay wild moon child. And there's like a woman with like the moon in her hair. And oh, they're, yeah, I'm wearing one right now. It says you are made of magic. That's but the one I'm going to get that, that one. I'm obsessed with it. And like yeah. my husband laughs at me all the time because he's like, do you wear any clothes besides your own? I'm like, no, I am my best walking advertisement. Like oh, so good. I literally have, you know, those like clothing racks that they have at the stores that they like, yeah. So I have one of those in my living room and every single like shirt that I've made from Wilder and Free is like sitting on there. And so like every morning I'll like go there and I'll just like pick a shirt and I'll wear it for the day. And he's like, is this a store? I'm like, yes, it is my personal store today. So yeah, I love our designs. I wear them literally all the time and yeah, they're just really fun and super basic and yeah. No, I, I think it's amazing. And uh, we'll definitely be sharing that in the show notes as well. Can you talk a little it. bit? Can you share a little bit more about your your singing and your writing? Because yeah. I think this is so cool. Yeah. So again, we were talking about this before. I'm super creative and I kind of have my hands in a lot of things where creativity is involved. I challenge myself every single day to do one thing that's creative. And that's sort of my ritual for the day. Let's have this really long drawn out morning ritual. And now it's just sort of I wake up and I say, what do I feel like doing today? And I do it. And so it's not like a crazy amount of things. 
it's just sort of feeling into the what feels good. And lately, that's been a lot of music based things. I'm a singer and a songwriter. I've been singing again since I was six. I feel like six is like a magical age for me. I got my first crystal. I started singing. I told the world I wanted to be a singer and be on stages. Um, so that was like that. That was the age for me. Yeah, so I've been singing forever. So uh, obviously, like life, it's transitioned through different periods. So I started off singing like pop diva Celine Dion music. And then it went to uh, country music and I started writing my own stuff. And now I'm just sort of in that like worship inspirational. Yeah, like I don't even have a genre for it because I'm just going with what feels good right now. But it's definitely like super inspirational, something you want to listen to in your car and yeah, so I've been writing a lot of songs lately. I've been co-writing a lot of songs. And so, yeah, for me, that's my version of journaling is like getting stuff down on paper and then like putting it to music and just singing it. That's so cool. One thing I really love since we've met and getting to know you is just how creative you are and how that is like you just download things and you just create them. Like it's it's so inspiring because you see so much in the coaching world, especially or just in life, like you should niche down. Like, what's your niche? No. What's your niche? Whatever. And it's just <laughs> that, I don't know, it doesn't, it, it, you know, I get the point of speaking to a particular audience and, you know, right. resonate, but at the same time, like the way that you go about and just all these creative things, and this is why I'm asking you to share about all of this. Mm-hmm. Is like, I think it, it leads an example for us to give ourselves permission to do different things. Listen, I've done every single course that's talked about niche down and like create your your ideal client and all this stuff. And every single time I did it, I literally got hives because I'm like, how can I do that when I speak to so many different people about so many different things? I don't want to just do one thing. I don't want to be put in a box. And hey, that might work for some people. And I am amazed and kudos to them. Like, keep doing what you're doing. It is incredible. But the amount of times people have said to me, like, what, what do you do? And I'm like, I don't know because I do everything and I'm okay with that. I read this book once and it was like, you're a multi-potentialite. And I was like, yes, because I literally have so many different things going on at once. And that is how I like it to be. I'm like, not overwhelmed. I'm not taking on too much. I, I usually get comments like, when do you sleep? And I'm like, I get 10 hours of sleep every single day because that is also something that I love. I love sleep. So I make it a priority. I just, I try to work smart. So again, I ask myself that question in the morning. What do I feel like doing today? And I just kind of like sit in that silence and I tune in and I write a whole bunch of stuff down and then I take action on it and I don't get everything done on that list. But if something feels good to me, I'm going to go and do it. And like I said, most of the time that is something super creative. And I feel like when I'm in that creative element, that is when I'm vibing at my highest vibration because I'm doing something that lights me up and brings me joy. And so it's not, yeah, like it's, it's for me. It's literally not for anyone else. And so that's why I keep doing it. And it's really, really served me very well. But yeah, I would say like, if you are having trouble niching down, if you're in the same boat as us, where you want to do so many things, there's nothing wrong with that. You do not need to listen to the people that say, pick one thing and stick with it because what works for someone might not necessarily work for you. And we're here to trail our own path, to forge our own path, to find out what works for us and our soul. And if that doesn't work for you, there's nothing wrong with you. It just means you need to find something that does work for you. So I would definitely recommend like starting your morning being like, what do I feel like doing today? And writing it down because there's such a shift in energy of like, what do I get to do today? What do I feel like doing today? Instead of what do I have to do today? Like, it's just such a big shift in energy. And you'll see that on those lists, all the like little mundane tasks that would be on your to-do list, don't make it on that list of what you feel like doing. And that doesn't mean don't do those things, but it just means the stuff that's on the what do I feel like doing list should be a priority because that is what your body's asking for. That is what your soul is asking for. And if you like listen to that, that is when your intuition gets stronger. That is when you start to trust yourself. That is when you get to love yourself more because you're listening to what you need. You're listening to what your soul is craving and asking you to do. And then you begin to cultivate a really great relationship with yourself which I feel like is the reason we're on this earth is to create this magical relationship within ourselves that we can then spread to everyone around us 
So kind of went off, but um, yeah, I just feel like tuning into what you feel like doing is the game changer. And like, for me, when I tried to create that avatar, create that person that I was speaking to, I wanted it to be someone like me, someone that doesn't want to be put in a box, someone that doesn't want to do one thing for the rest of their life. I mean, that's why I didn't have a nine to five job because I was like, I don't want to choose one thing. I don't want to like, no, I just want to do what feels good when it feels good. And I want that freedom. And that is why I will never not be an entrepreneur because I just love that I get to create my days the way I want them to go. And so for me, what I kind of did was I created that definition of the wilder ones. And I wrote what that means to be a wilder one. And everything I do falls under that definition, but it's not defining what I do. It's just talking about the type of person that we are as wilder ones. And that can be expressed in so many different ways, which is what I do. So it's still like fairly specific with like who my target market, I guess if you want to call it that is, but it's just being shown in a multitude of ways, if that makes sense. Oh yeah. No, everything you said was so, was so gold. I was just like sitting here (laughs) nodding like, yes, yes, yes. And one thing that it was funny, very, very recently, I saw something on Instagram and somebody was talking about not niching down who your person is, but having Mm. niche products. For some reason, when I heard this, it just hit me so hard. And I was like, oh my God, this feels like such a relief because then then that is like taking the entity away from you, like who you mm-hmm. treat or, you know, serve and putting it onto the product that you're creating. It becomes like a separate entity and then you can like nurture that and share it and sell it and, you know, do whatever the fuck you want to do with it. And that feels good. Like when I think about it in, in that way, that feels good. And I feel like you will resonate with that because you have all these different multitudes of things that you're doing. And it's like, but you're still like, the pinnacle of where this creative energy is coming from. And I love the things that you were saying about when actually it's funny because when we spend the time asking ourselves every day, like, okay, what do I feel like doing? What is it that I want to do? What would light me up? This is like literally deconditioning the corporate brain of like, okay, this is what I should do. I should do this, this, and this. I have to work this, this, and this, that that's why that doesn't feel good. Like we're, we're so trained as human beings to operate with our mind and like logically rather than feeling like what's good in our body. And I also acknowledge that, you know, some people, they, they might not just be able to, you know, on a whim become an entrepreneur because there's resources right. that they need and they might not have them. But the thing is, even if you can do little things like go for a 10 minute walk or, you know, have a, a phoneless cup of tea in the morning where you're present with yourself, like there's, there's like so many things that are little that are so underestimated that can make such a difference where you get to cultivate, like you said, that relationship with yourself, trusting yourself, strengthening your intuition. Like this, this whole realm is like so powerful Mm -hmm. and underestimated. So I always talk about this and I'm going to talk about it on here too, because it's like my signature thing to do is talk about to create a joy list and you can have a long list and a short list. And so your short list would be like something that takes you about five minutes, five to 10 minutes. Um, And your long list can be things that you just love to do. So it's like, take some time and go inwards and remember things that like made you happy as a child. That could be walking in nature. That could be finger painting. That could be watching your favorite Disney movie. That could be taking your dog for a walk. It could be recreating your favorite meal. It could be like sitting outside with the sun just shining on your face, whatever it is that brings you joy. And the thing is that I'm going to like, we're going to put a stipulation on this is like something that brings you joy is something that brings you joy for yourself and is not dependent on anyone else or any external circumstances. So definitely create that list. I have my list in my notes app on my phone. I have it pinned like right to the top. And so if there is a day where I'm kind of in that funk or I'm in like a really weird energetic space, I'll refer to the list and I'll go to the short list, but I don't have that much time for the day. And like, this is great for someone that does have a nine to five job, or if they're just starting their business and they're like very stressed out and like working a lot, I know who that is at the beginning. And so 
you might only have a couple minutes here and there throughout the day, but like make your time work for you. I always say that time is one of those resources we never get back. And so if you're making your time work for you and you're being the most productive version of yourself, and that's not necessarily saying do all of the things at once. It's just saying like the time you do have, make it feel good for you. Like that's what I mean by productive, like make it feel good for you because that is productive. So I would definitely suggest making that list of a short and a long list of things that just light you up, bring you joy, make you happy for you and only you. And then do one thing on that list every single day. And yeah, it's, it's been a really big game changer in me and my clients. And so uh, it's definitely something that I share a lot, but in case your audience hasn't heard me say it, that's definitely my recommendation. I, no, I really appreciate you sharing that. Cause I think it's that the irony is making the list itself as a tool and then doing the things on the list is like another tool. You know what I mean? It's like a two in one whammy to do. And I think it's perfect. So I really appreciate you sharing that. I think that's so of good. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to ask what other spiritual practices and things do you love doing? Like, I would love if you could just share a bit about that. Yeah. So, okay. It's actually really strange because I was like the preacher of doing a morning ritual and I had like a morning ritual all built out. I even have a course on morning rituals because I was like, the biggest believer in a morning ritual. And then since getting to ascend into 5G, a lot of those tools are no longer necessary. That sounds like, yeah, we're not going to get into 5D a lot, but those tools are no longer necessary in 5D because they're heavily rooted in like 3D and 4D. And so, yeah, like I used to, we'll we'll go back to what I used to do because it was magical. Don't get me wrong. It was so magical. But I used to definitely wake up and the first thing was do gratitude. That was like my bread and butter. Like if I couldn't do anything else, it was definitely gratitude. And I do do that today. Still, I just don't feel like I have to write it down. I just say it out loud and I voice it out loud and I put my hands over my heart and I feel it. And it's so much more powerful than writing it in a journal, writing it down because I'm feeling it. I'm not just expressing it. And I feel like that has been a big shift. And then from gratitude, I would definitely like put on a high vibe song and dance around. That was definitely um, something that made my vibration go higher. And like, I still do that again, just not necessarily in the morning. It's like a throughout the day thing. And then definitely pulling Oracle cards. That is, that was a good one for me. I have like 25 decks. So yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I'm actually creating my own deck. So um, that'll be, of course you are. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, that was a full download. We'll talk about that quick. That was a full download because I had wanted to create a deck in 2019 and I'd like reached out to printers and stuff. And I was kind of just getting like the back end stuff figured out before I was going to go design a deck. And so I had asked a whole bunch of questions and then I kind of forgot about it for a year. And then in August, 2020, I woke up one morning and I was like, okay, I'm going to create my Oracle deck. And like, it came out of nowhere. And I designed all 64 cards in one day. It was insane. I don't know how it happened. I still don't know how it happened. I'm not asking any questions. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, universe. So yeah, that is actually the deck that will be released. And so yeah, complete divine download. And that's what I mean. Like when you get an idea, when you get a download, like take action on it because you don't know the magic that's going to come from it. And it may seem silly. It may seem out of place. It may seem completely out of nowhere because it's nothing to what you're currently doing, but that is where the magic lies. And so like as a spiritual coach and entrepreneur and like soul coach and mentor and manifestation, like when I wake up in the morning and I get a download to write a song, I put my day on hold and I write that song. And like for some people who are not in that space, they might get a download to write a song or a poem or a book and then be like, but I don't do that. And then they disregard it. But that book could be their bestseller. That poem could be published in a book, which can then get them noticed. Like there's so many different things that when you receive a download is for a reason. And so take action on that because again, you never know where it's going to take you. And no, I, I appreciate you sharing that following the downloads and mm-hmm. also just, I, and I love that you shared that you're, you're creating an Oracle deck. I was <laughs> laughing, I was like, oh my God, what are you not doing? Like, let's make a list of the things that you're not doing. Yeah, it would definitely be shorter. Chatting about 
you know, all of that. And then the spiritual things you do, do you have any other like last minute sort of recommendations? Yeah. So breath work has been the most magical experience of my life. I do my breath work sessions a little bit different than most people. So it's definitely like three months of traditional therapy in like a one hour session. We uncover and unroot a lot and release a lot. And then we bring in a new story. So it's like, I use a lot of the tools that I learned in NLP, bring them into a breathwork session. So you're getting kind of that two for one. And the best part about breathwork is like, I'm just there as a facilitator and there's a guide. You are the one that's healing yourself. You're the one that's doing the work. And so I feel like that's been a big game changer for me in this space is understanding that I'm not here to heal anyone. I'm not here to be anyone's healer. I'm here as a guide. I'm here to hold space for you. I'm here to listen and just sort of be here if you need someone as you're going through the process. But at the end of the day, we all have it inside of us to heal ourselves. We all have it inside of us to transform and become that higher version of ourselves. And that's already inside of us. It's just tapping into it. So I feel like if you are seeking mentors or facilitators, we know that the power lies in you and that they're just opening up a door for you and you are walking through that door and doing the work yourself. And they're kind of just holding that door open. They're not the ones in that room with you as much as you might think that it's not. It's like, you're in that room and they're just holding that door open saying like, if you need me, I'm here. So that's definitely been a big one. But yeah, breath work was a great window into understanding that. So I was, yeah, if you haven't done breath work yet, hit me up. It's, it's- Oh yeah. I've done breath work a couple times now. There's a place in Vancouver called Zenden Meditation, and I interviewed Carrie on my podcast. I can't remember what episode mm. it is, so the listeners, you can scroll through and look for that. <laughs> but I interviewed Carrie, and I started going there, and she also is a Reiki master. She attuned me to Reiki as well. And she does, like, sound bowl classes. They've got gongs. They do Reiki healing tarot cards. Like, Love it's, it. like, a magical place. And so I was going and I did a couple breathwork classes, like as a group, and even that's powerful as well. Like the energy in the room is absolutely insane. And it is like, it is a major release. And then I did a one-on-one session with her with Reiki as well. So it was like breathworks first and then Reiki afterwards. And it's such a powerful tool. And I think what you shared specifically about us healing ourselves is so important because Mm -hmm. it's like, It's interesting because let's say we're dealing with, you know, we're dealing with trauma in our life or, you know, just really struggling with mental health or whatever it is, or we're just really passionate about our own personal growth journey. We start to look for leaders and mentors in our life. And then what happens is we think because we found something outside of us that is showing us the light, for example, for literally lack of a better Mm -hmm. word, or just showing us the way or giving us the tools, we think it's them that has caused the change. Correct. Actually just mirrored to us what it is we're meant to do to heal from, you know, childhood wounds or to, you know, receive the tools to handle mental health issues and so on. And I think people underestimate themselves. They think, oh my God, this person has like all this wealth and all this knowledge. Like they're so amazing and they're so good. But like, you're the one doing the fucking work. Mm-hmm. they can say and do whatever they want and inspire the shit out of you and whatever but if you don't actually go and do the work that they're sharing then they're nothing you know like right it, this is like I think this totally gets forgotten because especially social media is like this big shiny thing and like all these huge Instagram accounts and multi-millionaire coaches and so on and it's like it really comes down to like no one would even have that business unless they had the consumers like the people doing the work that's what creates you know, the whole paradigm. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, I am a courseaholic or I used to be, that was yeah. my past identity. We have, we have shed that part of me, but I've literally signed up for like every single course imaginable because I want to know everything and I want to learn everything. And at the beginning, it was coming from a place of, I need to do what they're doing and be who they're being. So then I can be that person. And then, like I said, through breath work, through, ascending into 5d it's like that realization that no i have all that i need inside of me it's just 
tapping into that. And if I'm seeking out a mentor or program to help me with that, then that's great. That is just a tool, but I am the vessel. No, I think this is so important. And I love, I love that you shared that. I've also been a courseaholic and a certification <laughs> like yeah. you know obviously with all the things I've done and I think we talked about this on our episode on your channel too but just I did have to like sit with myself and be like Kayla are you doing this because you don't trust yourself you don't think your credit you have credibility or you don't think you know enough and I really had to sit with myself and ask that and I even had other people being like Kayla you don't need another certification you don't need this you don't need that but I was like I just love learning I love learning too. And that's sort of the thing I had to differentiate the same as you was yeah. like, okay, why do I want to learn this? Is it just a genuine thing that I want to bring into my own practices that can then translate out into the world? Or is it something that I feel that I need because someone else has it? Totally. And I feel like when you have that awareness and when you're able to check in with yourself on that level, that is when the truth starts coming out. And it's not always something you want to hear. There's definitely been courses that I've had my finger on that checkout button. And I'm like, wait, and I ask myself, and it's definitely sat in the second category of, but so-and-so has this. So I feel like I need it too. And I will not buy it now. Now <laughs> we're going to, we're going to say that I will not buy it now because um, I've learned that it's not something that aligns with my soul. And it's not something that I necessarily need in order to succeed. Because again, like I said before, your journey will never be the same as someone else's journey. Your path is not the same as anyone else's path. Your soul is your soul and it's going to crave and want what it wants. And so yeah, it, it will never be black and white cookie cutter. This is the steps you need to do in order to succeed. This is the steps you need to do in order to be like me. Because even if you followed every single one of those steps, something would be different. And that's your journey and your path. And so again, that's something that I had to learn. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So even like in NLP, we talk about modeling. And it's like, if someone else has done it, then as long as you know the steps they took to do it, then you too can have the same results. And I heard that the first time around and I was like, oh, okay, wow, cool. I'm going to find out how everyone did their stuff and I'm going to follow those steps. And let me tell you and save you the long, hard work. It doesn't work that way. It honestly doesn't work that way. And so, yeah, I feel like your soul leads you on a journey and introduces you to people and put people in your path that you're meant to work with and learn with and become friends with and grow with. And that is what's going to shape your path, not necessarily following a 12 step blueprint of so-and-so did this. So I have to do it too. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm loving this part of our conversation right now so much. Well, I love all the parts, but like, this is like, <laughs> this is like really the can of worms that like needs to be open right now. Right. And I just, yeah, I feel like people are selling their steps. Like I, this is my six step formula to making a hundred thousand dollar months. And like, you're going in there with your first day of business and you're like, okay, I have to do these six steps and I'm going to get there too. Like, no, maybe, maybe you will. And if you do shit, like wonderful congratulations that was your path but it's not everyone's path and I feel like that's something that is very discouraging in the online world because I love seeing people's results I love cheering people on I love celebrating people's success I'm so happy that we were able to make a living online and as entrepreneurs and have that freedom that we all crave and I am so excited when someone is celebrating that and sharing that because it's such a beautiful expression of themselves and the business and the work that they've done. However, I don't think that selling your steps to get there is necessarily in alignment with a, with a lot of people because again, every single person's circumstances are different. Every single person's mindset is different. Every single person's path is different. I feel like that is like the biggest thing. Your path, your journey is so unique to you that even if you were like same thing okay so we're gonna we're gonna go off topic but if I I'm a baker and I love to bake I love to cook and if I gave you my recipe and you've never baked or cooked in your life pretty sure the recipe is not going to turn out the exact same way as mine 
because I've perfected it. I've worked on it and I've made it so many times that I could do it in my sleep. And so now I'm selling you this recipe being like, if you do these steps in this order, it's going to look like this. And then you buy it and you're like, yeah, okay, I'm going to make the best cake of my life. And then you try it and it tastes like cardboard that you found in the dumpster. And it's like, what went wrong? Well, one, you haven't done all the back work that was not seen before that recipe was created. And yeah, that's all. <laughs> that's the I end know. of that story. No, that was, that was a great metaphor. <laughs> That's the end of the story. That's a good metaphor, honestly. And I think that, you know, what you're sharing is so true. And it comes back to being able to trust yourself and your journey. Because like, when I think back to metaphors and food, when I think about the online space and what's available and what coaches are putting out there, I know, right? (laughs) It's (laughs) like, I'm I'm like seeing myself standing in a grocery store and like looking at an aisle, like perpendicular to the aisle. So I see like all the cereal boxes or whatever the fuck is in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, there's this, this, and this, and and like, okay, I think I need some of that, and I need some of this, and and then you fill your shopping cart, and you have all these things. But like you said, I being someone who was like choosing this, this, and this was like I was like trusting them over looking at like what do I actually want to do, you know what really, right. yeah. And this is so literally that- circling back to what we talked about the joy list and right. really trusting yourself. And so I think my personal experience in the entrepreneurial world and being a coach has been, you know, being intimidated by looking at what other coaches are doing and being like, okay, this is how I'm supposed to do it because look, that's mm-hmm. how they're successful, right? But the irony again is like, that's very corporate. Oh, if you do X, Y, and Z, you'll be promoted. Right. You'll get this money. You'll get these benefits. Literally the fucking corporate frame in the world is being plastered on entrepreneurialism. And right. some people don't see that. It takes deconditioning. And I've been working on that this year personally, where I'm like, stepping back there's some people some entrepreneurs in my life that I don't resonate with anymore we don't you know talk that much anymore because it's like I literally need to just have my own space where I can receive those downloads and take action on them and I think I think this needs to be talked about more and this literally is the reason why I got into human design is because human design is literally unique like your own unique blueprint and there's certain ways of being and there's certain you know just your profile and your authority and understanding your strategy and knowing when you're in alignment because you're satisfied or you feel at peace or you feel successful. Like that is inclusive. And I think that needs to be celebrated more than selling the steps. Like you said, I totally agree. Right. Cause like, okay, going back to food. Cause again, that's just like, (laughs) it was a really good example. Like, so I give you this recipe and you go to the store and they're out of one ingredient. And so you go to five other stores because you want that one ingredient and none of them have it. None of them. So me creating the recipe, I know how to substitute that one ingredient for a different ingredient, but I'm not going to give you that step. So it's like you're going searching for this one missing step for everywhere you can go because like all of the stores are out of it. And yet I'm sitting here knowing that my recipe works because I have substitutions but yet I don't share those substitutions because I want you to follow the recipe. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was that too. <laughs> I'm just like listening to you and I'm like, you're like recreating my entire entrepreneurial experience. With like mine too. Well, like that's the thing. It's like when it's not working, you're going to go look for something else that to fix it because you're like, okay, wait, I did it. And then, but it, I didn't get what I wanted. So I must need something else. And then you go and those are band-aid fixes. That's not yeah. changing things. And you, That's- you know what's so funny is like, okay, you're talking about having the missing ingredient going to all the different stores and you're like right. running through the aisles and you're you know, running around with your fucking head cut off. Yeah. And the irony is that if you're you like, had- just need cherries. Like- no, right? <laughs> the irony is that if you had just been like, okay, I'm missing the ingredient and you checked in with yourself and were like, okay, right. what, like, how do I think I can substitute this? Like, how, right. what, could, what could I put in instead of cherries? I'm going to put chocolate chips. You know what I mean? You like save the time of going to like five different fucking stores. But not even that. Yes. You created your own path. You yes. created your own version and that works for you. Yeah. And the end. Oh my God. I'm laughing 
so hard right now and i really hope that the listeners <laughs> to this are like these chicks are fucking crazy but <laughs> i hope you take it in like listen i am a huge foodie so like i yeah i've never used that metaphor before it just came to me during this podcast so you are welcome yeah. but i feel like that is such a simple way to explain it because every single person has bought a cookbook and tried a recipe and had it fail yeah no matter if you are professional if you um cook every single day like You've had a recipe fail every yeah. single time. And you and know so- what's funny? <laughs> is that when you get the cookbook and you do the recipe and you might actually end up changing a couple of things because you don't really like it and then you like add some more nutmeg or you add some whatever and then you actually like that better. And then right. other people are like, oh my God, how did you do this? And then you share about what you did and it's like, I don't know, this is literally the perfect metaphor for talking about having a business or even just creating anything yeah. in your life. Um, <laughs> I love it. So I love good. it. So one of the last things that I wanted to chat about, because it's the month of March and I'm talking about money a lot, yeah. is mm-hmm. I would love to hear, you know, what is, what, what's been your journey with, you know, money mindset and, you know, what are some of the things that you do that have helped you just elevate that abundance in your life? Honestly, it's detaching from the outcome. I feel like that is like the biggest thing that's been a game changer for me again, super 3D is to create that list of like, I want this much per month. And this is exactly how it's going to come in this or this or this. Or this. Like when you're first starting out and you have no idea how you're going to pay your bills, that's a great, a great way to do it, I guess. <laughs> I have, I've never done that way, but a lot of my friends do and it works for them. So if that's working for you, like awesome. I just sit in that flow of like, okay, how do I want to bring in, again, it's, I ask myself how I want to do it, like, and that's when you get to trust yourself, like we were talking about, so it's like, okay, how do I want to bring in money this month, and that plays into all of the different things that I do, because now I'm not bound to one single way of bringing income and bringing money in, and the thing about abundance is I don't necessarily equate abundance with just physical money, I have this app that I use. It's called Lucky Bitch. Definitely suggest that you guys all download it. Sorry if you're not allowed to spread this podcast, but. Oh, I've been um, swearing the whole time. Okay, well, I'm just checking. I'm like a trucker. I'm like, I know. Oh, I, was like, I was like listening to you. You're like, Lucky Bitch. We're going to scream it to the rooftops. Download the app, Lucky Bitch. And <laughs> it, yeah, it's basically like a tracking app, but it's super aligned in the sense that you can add like an amount that you want to call in for the month. And so you set your monthly goal at the beginning of the month, and then you track every time you either bring an income or someone gives you a gift that has value, or every time you like save money at the grocery store, or every time you get like a coupon in the mail and you use it because all of that is abundance. And so even if you're adding something of value, so like say your boyfriend or your husband or your best friend or your partner buys you dinner and it normally would have cost you $30, Uh, but they're like, you know what? I got this. Like, thanks. Write it in the app under value, like food, $30. And that's going to go towards the total. So again, like with the whole, um, subconscious mind, like the, the mind, when you're seeing the number go up, you're like, Oh my gosh, like I am so abundant. I am so grateful. I am so worthy of calling in this amount. And then literally before you know it, you're going to be at that goal, like halfway through the month, you still have half a month. And like, the more that I did logging in through that app, the more I started to see things around me as abundance around me, because it kind of became like a game, like, okay, how many things in one day can I add into the app to like, make me more money or like, bring the number up. And I kind of just treated it as this game. And I feel like the universe loves when you're having fun with things. So if you're treating money as like this like drag of like, oh, I have to work for like four hours to make $400. Like, oh my God, that's like, I don't want to do that. Well, I'm pretty sure the universe is going to cancel that appointment because you just said you didn't want to do it. Whereas like, if you're going in it with like that fun, joyful mindset of like, oh my gosh, I get to make, I, and same thing with your language. I get to, not I have to. I get to do this and I get to make money by doing it. Oh, thank you. Like who created this life? I did. And so it's just basically switching the way you think about it, switching the way you talk about it, switching the way you feel about it. And then like, if you want a tool or resource, that app is something that really, really, really shifted it for me because 
yeah, the little things still counted as money, still counted as abundance. And so it's like, yeah, I saved $13 at the grocery store. That's 13 more dollars that I have in my pocket now. Thank you. Thank you. So you guys aren't seeing me, but I'm putting my hands up to the universe saying thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I so, I so appreciate you sharing about that app. I haven't heard of it. And so I think it's, yeah, I think it's such a freaking wicked tool because if you think about it, if you only pay attention to, let's say you are working like a nine to five job or you have right. just one stream of income for now, if you only look at that one stream or that nine to five as your source of income, literally are missing out on, you know, opportunities for gratitude to look at like where you've got a discount or like you said, somebody bought you right. lunch or you got a birthday gift or something. Like when you actually look at, you know, and I love what you said. And when I said abundance too, I totally meant whether it's money or just right. the time that you I get with people. Like, make sure they knew that. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> so when you talk about abundance, like it really is going to be more than just a dollar sign. It's like, cause at the end of the day, if you just had a shitload of money, like a pile of money, but you couldn't do anything with it, like it's, it's useless. Right. What you want is to be able to buy the things that you want or to save money or to pay off your debt or to go on a trip or to buy really nice clothes or food. Like it's, it's, it is the material things and, but it really the underlying thing is the freedom, you know? So I think that you sharing that tool was like such an awesome thing. So thank you for sharing that. And I'm definitely going to throw that into the show notes. I feel like the show notes are going to be like 10 miles long. To be like, here, oh no, all the things. We have so many things for you. So good. Oh my goodness. I love it. I love it. Well, before we kind of wrap things up, is there anything else that you that you wanted to share or that kind of you know pops into your mind? Oh, but yeah. yeah, the only thing coming up is just that reminder that like you are your own healer, like you are whole, you are healed exactly as you are, and you don't need any external validation, you don't need any external sources telling you that you need to be better like you are perfect exactly as you are and like I literally wrote a song right about that this morning so uh that is like fresh in my mind right now and just saying like you are enough exactly as you are so that's so beautiful I appreciate you sharing that message so before I you know stop recording I want to ask you I want to invite you to share where can the audience connect with you where, where can they find you on the social medias of course so Instagram is like my favorite hangout and you can find me there at Gabriella Wilder. And then the E is a three. And then my website is yourwildestlife.com. And on there, you can book one-on-one breathwork sessions. You can kind of just figure out what's happening for the month, ways to work with me. It's always constantly changing and evolving. So you definitely want to check into that pretty pretty often because it's definitely always different. And then if you are interested in buying any of the shirts and merch, which are really, really cute. I really, yeah, you guys should all go. Um, it's wilderandfree.ca. That's awesome. Your music. You- oh, um, it's not, nope. yeah, it's not online yet. Right now we're still in the writing phase, but yeah. So I mean, people will follow you on the gram. It'll be under Gabriella Wilder too. So I mean, yeah, it'll be there yeah. soon. Yeah. So if you go and follow her on social media, then you're going to know when they're right. That's perfect. Yeah. Okay. So good. Well, I just want to thank you for this conversation today. And I love that this conversation was multifaceted. <laughs> I love where it went because it wasn't planned. I know. That's, that's what I do. I literally, I laugh so hard because when I do interviews with people and let's say if they have an assistant or something that's running their calendar and they're like, okay, send the link and let us know the questions. I'm like, there's no questions. <laughs> right. So much better. I know it is because it's perfectly organic, organic. It just can't be replicated. So I love it. Yeah. I want to thank the listeners for tuning in today and I'll have all the goodies for you in the show notes that you can check out. And if you can like subscribe, share, if you share this on social media, tag both of us too, so that we can like celebrate with you. And, and we just want to know that if it made a difference for you and all that fun stuff. So we just want to thank you so much for listening and I'll chat with you in the next episode. Bye.